Our today's topic is the gap between education and application. And Prasanna, I bring this topic because it it is instigated by one instance that happened in the office. We have an intern, and she works really well and understands concepts uh, and and has a grasp on design and you know the know-how of the subject. But when it comes to mathematics, she suddenly gets scared, nervous, and jittery. So we were developing some design, and in that context, I asked her that what is 1040 by 4? We need to make this into four equal panels. So 1040 divided by 4, how wide will each panel be? And it's like uh, she's not able to calculate. And I said, 1040 by 4, what is it? And said, can I use pen and paper? I said, no, you have to mentally calculate. This is not complex thing. I'm asking for. She says 90. 90, 90. What? 1040 by 4. How can that be 90? No, 170. How are you calculating? So let's try something else. Said so you go to Rangeshankara. Rangeshankara is this theater which is next to our office. Where we go to eat sabudanawala. So you said you go with three of your other friends. So four of you go there and order sabudanawala, kima pao. We have nice lunch. And after you're done, the waiter gets the bill. Bill is thousand forty rupees, and you four have to divide it equally amongst yourself. So what's your share? Suddenly she says two sixty. Said how did you calculate that? And said two hundred sixty. So hai or kya hoga? Okay, that's so obvious for you. When I ask thousand forty by four, it becomes so difficult. So there is some sort of a gap between education. and application the moment you put that as an equation it becomes very difficult for somebody to comprehend but in a context in a real life situation they are able to kind of perceive it. that's the topic for our today's conversation let's look into that welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday Here we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. So, Shantesh, when we look at the education system, for that matter, I see most of the times and most of the students are going through kind of notions so there is no engagement this interest in what is happening at a meta level the student is not aware what exactly is happening in the classroom student is recording things put on the board whatever the teacher is asking to do as a homework and then mugging up things and vomiting in the exams and other areas and just getting through but not knowing what is the learning happening and that same continues then in the work area as well where many times what job is exactly to be done there is no meta understanding of the work it's just happening because someone is asked to do certain tasks or certain activities so as we say it's not there in the being it is mostly in the doing part which is happening and that's what most students do as and as i mentioned that almost the uh, <clears throat> maybe the top 10% of people might be aware in the classroom about what is happening and they know so the top 10 rankers you can say but the rest are completely in a different zone hmm. like what you say at that top 10 are aware of what is happening and what they want to do they are kind of fully in awareness of that 
Similarly, bottom 10 also probably are aware of what they want to do or rather what they don't want to do. They're very clear about that. And that clarity is important. The middle 80% is where the problem lies. And in today's fast-paced age, I think that is getting far more pronounced than ever before. Like now, you're expected to make your own decisions in a certain setup. And there, if step one, do this task. Step two, do this. Step three, do this. And you kind of handhold them. That becomes a bit of a problem. Now, it's not that... uh, 20, 30 years ago, probably when I sort of look at it now, it, this problem did not exist. It wasn't like that. There was probably a gap between uh, education and application. And that's why uh, a lot of times in the uh, professional meetings, uh, you'll hear this, that So that means that mm. it is all okay in theory, but in practice, it doesn't really work. So we always assume that there is a gap between academics and practice. So that I think is always there. But what is happening now with the younger generation who's coming, they're also habituated for getting spoon fed. A lot of information is fed to them. And all these instructions are somewhere adding up. Yeah, and all these instructions are adding up. And when you say spoon fed, the spoon is feeding only what is there in that spoon and maybe maximum on the plate. So the Instagram culture, as we say, is also impacting the learning and the education process because that is has also become kind of uh, instant. So you want to get instant knowledge, but at the same time, that is very shallow. It is on top. So there is no, it's not coming from first principles or you don't know where the whole story starts. So you just know the outcome of something. I will tell you three things to do, three hacks mm. to do whatever you want to do in life. And that's how it is working. And that's getting appreciated, I'll tell you. So even when we are creating content, if you see whatever you do, if the algorithms will also push you to make it such that it gets immediate consumption. All researches talk about using the, the data which is or the content which is consumed is created in the last three days. Anything which is created before that, on an average, the consumption rate is almost less than 5%. So that says a lot about it. Mm. So what's happening in the last two, three days, that's only getting consumed. So it's it's the habituation of instant noodles that we are kind of yes. in that world. Mm. So what, what could be a new way to look at this situation? Because going forward, the situation pretty much is going to be the same. The education system is in a way outdated, unfortunately. And uh, the age of Instagram is instant gratification. So you are kind of really fast paced. You're touching on all subjects, but not really becoming an expert in anything. And so in between where your education system does not even anchor you, and allow you to focus for five minutes because it becomes a banal sort of a process where either the choices that you start mugging up and then, like you said, vomit that answer and, or, uh, you then don't understand the concept in either situation. I mean, in either of the situations, you're not really getting or grasping on the concept. So, so yeah. Yeah, so before looking at the solution part, and maybe we will not be able to find the solution, but at least understand the problem, what I think is, 
as we are using this world of mugging up or galloping the uh, content and vomiting and all so if you see this in this whole process there is no the there is no process of digestion or processing of that information which is going to nurture or nourish the person who is consuming it so that's going to be the major impact because when i am using instant information for my instant work i am not getting the growth in the right way so it is like insta growth again and that is not going to make me stronger that will not lead to any fulfillment satisfaction so that's also a reason why we see so much anxiety today in the world so much of stress in the world because none of this is giving that required uh, satisfaction or peace which people then look for so i think that problem acknowledgement is also important because one may say that okay i am getting the three hacks of maybe say how to record a podcast and i am doing the recording of the podcast so why should i learn about sound the science of sound the science of um, acoustics or whatever so that one may say that's correct also to a certain extent but how much long can you go by that okay for a 15 20 minute podcast is fine but maybe if you want to do a profession out of it or get into music industry or anything without having those basics right knowing the information fundamentally how it starts i think those all things are going to matter in the long run right right so and i come across quite a few people in the context of podcast itself that when we completed 100 episodes and after that at least i've come across many of them so oh, wow you guys have been consistently doing this you are now at 110 episodes wow how have you been doing this but they are appreciative of the fact that we have been consistently delivering uh and and everybody is kind of keeping a track of how many episodes are recorded but uh and and appreciative of the number of recordings that we've done but not necessarily appreciative of the content that we are actually being delivering like there are very few handful of our listeners who come and point out that okay this part of the conversation was made me think or this part you could have articulated or this is my point of view that kind of a knowledge sharing is rarely happening just taking the example of podcast but in all domains essentially that sort of knowledge sharing is uh pretty less yeah and we yes pretty less is the correct word because it's we will not say zero simply because as we said the 10% of students same way it's there in all aspects of the world you see when it comes to depth of knowledge or getting into some of the uh, reading some books from detail and also you will find 10% people there so we don't want to uh, paint everyone with a broad brush so there are people who go into the depths and understand things from first principles but 90% is what the case is which we are discussing now yeah and since you bring the uh, concept of first principle i'm just kind of again digressing or rather kind of going back in the gap between education and application so if you remember when we were in schools there used to be a couple of these mathematical problems where there would be like say ramu goes to farm with 100 coconuts each coconut he grows at 8 rupees but he sells at 10 rupees what is the total profit he made that kind of so you kind of paint a picture but nowadays at least i'm not so familiar you should tell me about that with your kids you will be better aware but a lot of this painting a picture is happening so that application is understood uh, i think mm. probably the idea is that that application uh, is understood and that's why one of our interns was able to the moment i put the context of rangeshankara and your restaurant bill she was able to immediately tell me the answer but 
knowing the first principle somewhere i think we are kind of detaching from that just so that they are very quick and they are understanding the concepts they are always made to understand through this visualization of ramu has 100 coconuts or uh, 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 this intern and her friends go and eat khima pa and sabudan wada but but mm-hmm. fundamentally coming back knowing through first principle what 1040 divides divided by 4 would be and in which other situations can you use this equation and in what manner can you use this equation so that grasp is somewhere to also be imbibed somewhere that is also being missed yeah so i think that again all the other aspect of that is also touching back to the topic of engagement so when you talk about the rangashankara and eating in the restaurant and sabudana wada there there is that story and stories are something which people can connect to people get the idea and they relate to it and that's what is happening with that story but when it is coming to your architecture story or whatever you are designing that story is not connecting that is also my concern so that's exactly what happens in many professions i have seen people are not able to connect to the story whether it is any industry you take you take manufacturing industry automobile industry automobile you may say that okay a car is being built so i can relate to it even there i will tell you people who are into maybe certain engineering and design aspects who are into the nitty gritties of say designing a gearbox or something they will not see the whole picture of the car they will be just folk and and it may look very laughable that how can it possible the person is working in automobile industry she or he is a engineer trust me whatever level they are they are into whatever small engagement they are doing for several years i have seen that in software industry i know in many industries so they don't know the they know the customer but they don't know the business of the customer whether it's a painting company or a medi- uh, or a pharmaceutical they don't know they are working on a particular server managing that server maintaining it something like that so the point is without that context you don't know the impact you don't know what happens with that when that server goes down you just know that technically how to make it up reboot it or start it whatever but you don't know the impact whether it is going to kill some people or whether it is going to stop some transactions in a bank and cause bleeding in some uh, area you don't know so the, that that's just hugely missing sanjay i can tell you that storytelling is missing the way lunch story is clear to people the story in their work area i will tell you 80% of people they don't know what they are into they you cannot clap with one hand so it's it's something similar that it's both parties are at fault here one the younger generation perhaps uh, since we started with them let's address that that they are kind of constantly distracted and they want stories to be really relatable very quick something where you know it paints a picture immediately and then you immediately a sort of uh, able to visualize that so that Uh, versus if a story requires your imagination to run and let's say about architecture i'm talking about then you have to visualize something you have to really make your brain work in a certain manner and articulate it becomes difficult and it it is time taking and so something which is instant is becomes easy to relate uh, on the other hand and more important we as a generation above them are far more accountable for this failure because somewhere we are not able to imbibe the context to them as an academic uh, as a teacher as an institution uh, as a professional as a senior in if if you are a manager 
if you are not able to instigate that or the story the context from where you are operating what the whole car looks like and if you are just asking them to design the gearbox then it's a big mess and so we all are culprit for that and somewhere Absolutely. it's our duty to hold hands of the younger generation to really Absolutely. up them up there i i fully agree with you and i think that starts with the onboarding of a person when a person is onboarded into whatever organization or whatever work they want to do it starts right from there and the whole selection process and onboarding process is the beginning i would say but then i agree with you it has to be a continuous learning second part which i want to take on the generation aspect is there are merits and demerits of every generation as we know so the current generation also have several merits which the previous generations did not have so that we have to acknowledge thirdly if you and we are talking about generations because we understand there is a certain culture which is running in these generations after generation but if we take that aside from a mindset point of view it is less of demographics and more of psychographics so if there can be a person who is 40 years old and still wants to learn and there can be a person who is 18 years old and acting like an old uncle <laughs> <laughs> so you never know so that's the psychographic part of it and i think even that mindset thing matters i have seen many people in their 60s 70s also they want to learn new thing and mm. then there are few who have given up in very early 20s mm. onboarding is a very important terminology mm. that you used i think you have summarized it pretty well but i'm just touching upon the aspect of onboarding because onboarding does not happen when somebody comes in your organization and signs that contract it actually happens when they are onboarded onto the same idea same principle same philosophy as yours or of the institution that they are representing and once they kind of get that story then they start seeing the whole car even if they are just designing a blinker for example maybe but they are still seeing the whole car and i think that becomes really important the other facets which you touched upon are really also some which kind of summarize the situation that we have to realize the potential of this generation there are obviously flaws as well as merits of each generation and so the merits are tremendous the moment we kind of appreciate and acknowledge that i think it will allow us to cohesively bring them up and work together towards a better future at that note we complete our today's conversation thank you so much for listening